live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Another installment, another edition, another show here on LFA TV where you are locked and loaded for the truth, for the gospel, whatever it is you need to get you through your day. We got it right here on LFA TV. The last, the cries, the truth, the inspiration, the encouragement, and the answers on how to beat this communist left. Anyway, guys. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for watching Live from America. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and I am broadcasting, as always, from the Live Free or Die Granite State in New Hampshire, and it is an honor and a pleasure to be here with you guys, and I look at it as a blessing from God. I want to give a big shout-out to Sean Farish and Brennan for their show on Ungoverned this morning. Even though that Russia, Russia, Russia tried to take us down, with technical difficulties, it still ended up being one heck of a show. And why? Because of all of you, each and every single one of you. Now, somebody can't believe the fact that my title today is Tucker lied to us last night. Oh, but he did. I caught him in a lie. Not saying he's a bad guy. Not saying you shouldn't watch him. But if somebody lies, you have to catch them in that lie. And you have to show them where they lied and show the world where they lied. We're going to do that today. Again, that's not me saying Tucker's a bad guy. That's not me saying that you shouldn't watch Tucker. That's me saying he lied. And we're going to show you where he lied. Now, for what reason he lied, I don't know. Maybe it was Fox News. Maybe it was uh, Rupert Murdoch. Maybe it was Kevin McCarthy. Maybe it was the rhinos in Congress. But a lie was told on Fox News last night on Tucker's show, and we're going to show you exactly where it was. It looks like it's Kent's birthday today in Minnesota. So even though my uh, voice is a little shot, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, dear Kent, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, God bless you, I hope you have a great birthday, Kent. Um, yeah, so we're going to get into that tonight. I want to also give you guys an update on little Sadie. Um, not only did we raise enough money for her bike, which we're going to find out the best way to get it to her today, but we also uh, raised enough money for possibly another bike, depending on what accessories are needed with that bike. 
but at least we'd be able to buy the bike. And then the family could come up with uh, the extra to buy the accessories, or we could. But the fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, we did wonderful things last uh, yesterday, and we fulfilled um, a dream for a little girl named Sadie and get her bike. It's incredible. I'd like to thank the following people. Larry and Lori DeYoung. Thank you. Pam Shepard. God bless you and thank you. Scott Patterson. Love you, brother. Uh, Angela Aldridge. Amelia Levanchi. Jane Satamary. Brenda Bounds, as always. Tiffany Fontana. Luann Sullivan. Cheryl Klein. Cindy Castile. Patricia and Murray Campbell. Sandra Perry. Ted Reed. Jacqueline Claxton and Michelle Mead, thank you all so very much for your kind monthly contributions to make sure that Live from America remains a show. If all else fails and we have to quit being a network because we don't have the money to facilitate actually running a whole network, well then Live from America will still stand. And that's the most important thing here, folks. That's what the pillars of this network were built on. And I want to thank each and every one of you who donate each and every single month to our efforts. We love you. We thank you. And the same thing goes for our sponsors. Now, my um, my cold open video this morning is actually really not a whole video, but it is to show you that even the ladies of The View and Whoopi Cushion herself had to chime in on how mad they were at Fox News and Tucker Carlson. And if you guys are mad at Fox News and Tucker Carlson for showing you the, the, the little bit that they showed, then I cannot uh, wait until the world sees what LFA TV has already showed. I cannot wait for the world to see what, uh, what more footage that we're going to get our hands on over the next few months because we're going to show it raw and unfiltered. We're going to actually show you the real stuff, okay? We're not going to push a narrative and, sh- and show 25 minutes of 44,000 hours and then be done with it. And we're sure as heck not going to lie to you, but it is fun watching them melt down regardless, isn't it? Let's go to Whoopi Cushion melting down over this very issue right now. Last night, Tucker Carlson took a page from George Orwell's 1984 oh, and yeah. told his viewers yeah. to reject the evidence of their eyes and ears. You know, no, you I, I don't that. know what he's playing at, but people saw what they saw. They saw what they saw, and they've seen what's gone down with it. And no matter what, you can't put this monkey back in the cage. <laughs> You can't put this monkey back in the cage. What a stupid analogy. You mean you can't put the toothpaste back in the tooth, uh, in, the, in the tube? Whoopee. Doesn't look like you brush your, brush your teeth anyway. And I guarantee if anybody stood in front of you, then, then your breath would kick their face off their head like Bruce Lee because it's probably so kicking. You probably don't know anything about toothpaste. However, the American people did see what they saw and what they saw with their own eyes even though Tucker Carlson and Fox News decided to show you just a little bit of how the Democrats and the FBI and the DOJ were involved, they didn't, the American people have not seen what Tucker Carlson told them to see. The everyday average normie has only seen what the narrative has wanted them to see. But if the American people actually got the 44,000 hours, like I said, if January 6th was so incredibly bad then give the 44,000 hours to the American people. The reason why they won't do that is because they know. They know what you and I know. They know that the American people has only seen what they have wanted the American people to see. Okay? They've only seen what they have wanted them to see. And even though Tucker Carlson did absolutely, in my eyes, almost nothing, except for wake up a few independents and a few Republicans that might have said, eh, 
I condemn the insurrection. Who knows? But it needs to be every day, like I said last night. It needs to be a half hour every single day showing more footage that the world hasn't seen. That will never happen because you have Fox News working with Kevin McCarthy and the Rhinos, working with Rupert Murdoch, the owner, and working with the Democrats, allowing them um, to let them say what they're allowed to say, show and what they're not allowed to show. That is weak. That is weak. And apparently what we've seen from Tucker is done. That's it. Over with, ladies and gentlemen. We've exposed January 6th. Two days on Tucker. Yeah. That's it. It's over with. Hope you guys had a nice few days. Because Fox News is done airing, at least for the, at least for the time being, Fox News is done airing January 6th footage. They combed through the entire 44,000 hours, and what you see is what you get. Are you happy with that? Are you happy with that? I want to see the video where they unlock the magnetic doors. That's what I want to see. How about you? Fox News sucks. And if this is the end of it, if this is all they show, then bye-bye Tucker and bye-bye Fox News. RIP. You will start now losing viewers the same way CNN did. And you'll be down in the pig trough with them in no time at all. Apparently that's it, folks. Tucker said more tonight. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I didn't see that part. Apparently, uh, it wasn't much of the... uh, Apparently, I know last night was crap. Last night was crap. They didn't show anything last night. Show it every day or don't show it at all. We've got more than they have. Let's go to the verse of the day, folks. Very important uh, that we keep our heads on a swivel right now more than ever. Um, Division is definitely going to be taking place more and more within, uh, within the body of the church. And that is what this, the uh, morning newsletter was about. Divisions in the church are caused by vanity. Dis- divisions in the church are caused by vanity. We're going to go to Galatians 2.16. Yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. Because by works of the law, no one is justified. So all of those people that are judging you at church, all of those people that wear their Sunday best and sit back at the coffee pot and tell everybody that walks over there how great they are, and they're there every Sunday, and they're tithing 20% every week, and they've got the bumper sticker on their car that says, Jesus rocks, all that stuff. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about those people, those people that sow division in the church that think that by their works they're going to be saved and not by their relationship with Jesus. Think about all the souls in the past and in the present who worked their whole lives to fulfill the laws of God, and it didn't even matter. All those people who never miss a day at church, wear their Sunday best suits and dresses, brag about the work that they have done during the week, but yet stand around the coffee pot gossiping in church about others. Don't worry about it, though, folks. Like I said, they donate 20% of their earnings every week, and they've got a bumper sticker that has their church's name on it. Yay. Do you know anyone like this in your church? It's part of the reason that there are only a few butts in the pews compared to 50 years ago. The Christian world is full of people that are so busy doing what they think is the Lord's work that they forget to actually have a relationship with Jesus. Because if they did then they would be convicted by their vanity and their pride and their holier-than-thou attitude. Being in a relationship with Jesus humbles you like no other. You cannot earn your way into heaven. 
That is why the thief on the cross next to Jesus is in heaven and the Pharisees are currently burning in hell. Your heart must be open to Jesus. You must accept not only that he died and rose again, taking the sin of the world away, but also that you are to be Christ-like. Christ did not brag, gossip, act in vanity or pride, or try to impress anybody. He didn't come to be served or admired. He came to serve and be humble and meek, and to show the world that they can be justified by faith alone. The works part of it happens by default, not by necessity. Thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity to be near you, to love you, and to be taught by you. In your holy name, we go to prayer now. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now, I'm sorry there was some volume there on my computer, so you probably heard double talking, and I apologize for that. But now we got the, uh, we got, we got the Lord's attention. We got the Lord's favor. We've prayed. Yes, there was a little bit of a, uh, a disturbance there with some voice coming through, but you know what, ladies and gentlemen? Nothing could beat God, and nothing could beat what is coming from our heart. So having said that, we are now 15 minutes past the hour. We've prayed. God is over this. Uh, God is with us, and God is presiding over this show. So do me a favor. Please lift up your Sumatra Gold or your American Pecan Rise Up Coffee. It's gourmet. It smells good. It tastes even better. And let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. See my hair hanging up my hat like always. That's what happens when you have pets, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we're going to go to the first and foremost section, and then we're going to bring on a good friend of mine, uh, Mark Fincham from Arizona. So do me a favor. If you've not done it yet, right down there, below my, th- below my finger that I'm pointing right now, there is a like button. It is in the form of a thumbs up. If that thing is lit up green, that means you've already rumbled this video. If it is not, that that means you have not. Please do that now. And if you're watching on Roku or Fire Stick or digital TV somewhere, do me a favor. Come over here. Give us a rumble. We don't even have 1,000 rumbles yet, and we have 4,000 people watching. We're looking for 5,000 live viewers and 2,000 rumbles. Help me do that today. Let's get to the first and foremost section. What happened to Tucker? What happened to Tucker? Ladies and gentlemen, did Tucker get muzzled? Did Tucker get handcuffed? Did Tucker's tongue get twisted and tied? What happened to Tucker Carlson last night? Did he lie? Is he, in the, is he in the business of lying? I don't believe he is. I believe Tucker's doing what he knows uh, to be best. However, ladies and gentlemen, when you take a paycheck by somebody like Rupert Murdoch, when you take a, paint, uh, when you take a, uh, a paycheck from a company like Fox News, well, then who knows who's lying? It could be from the top. It could be from the people who are writing the paychecks. It could be by the sponsors. It could be by Kevin McCarthy. It could be by the rhinos in Congress. Hell, it could even, buy, it could even be by Chuck Schumer yesterday who ordered Tuck, Tucker Carlson not to show another minute of footage with that narrative that the police somehow were orchestrated, had orchestrated this uh, event, or that the attack wasn't an attack, that it was just concerned patriots. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I have a feeling that Tucker Carlson lied. 
I have a feeling that Tucker Carlson lied. And the reason why I believe Tucker Carlson lied last night is because he said that there is basically no camera evidence showing the murder of Ashley Babbitt. How could that be? How could Tucker Carlson say last night that there was no footage of Ashley Babbitt being murdered? Now, they were very clever in the way they said this, by the way. Let me, oh, hold on. Let me repeat. They were very clever in the way that they said this. Meaning that he said that there was no house footage, that there was no house camera footage of Ashley Babbitt being murdered. However, there was footage of Ashley Babbitt being murdered. And I would like to play that for you right now. Now, I'd like to thank Jaden and John Sullivan for putting this together so that Fox News could have had something a little bit more truthful. Now, this is spliced together. This is spliced together with the evidence that does exist, with the footage that does exist that Tucker Carlson said did not exist. Is that a lie? I think it is. Let's go to this footage now. So there were many mysteries we could not solve. Among them, unfortunately, is the shooting of Ashley Babbitt. From the evidence we have, the publicly available evidence, it seems clear that Babbitt was murdered by a Capitol Hill police officer called Michael Byrd. Ashley Babbitt was unarmed. She was shorter in stature than average. She posed no conceivable threat to anyone. But beyond that, we can only speculate about what happened. There were no security cameras near the speaker's lobby where Ashley Babbitt was killed. Beyond that, we can only speculate about what happened. There were no security cameras near the speaker's lobby where Ashley Babbitt was killed. And one more thing. Virtually no one in Washington, Republican or Democrat, certainly not in the news media, wanted to see this tape released tonight. That's why it's remained hidden for more than two years. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what you saw there was a spliced together video of the actual truth. Of the actual truth. That's footage. Now, it may not be house camera footage, but that's footage. That's footage of Ashley Babbitt being shot when she's still on this side of the door. That's footage. So, that is a lie. Whether Tucker Carlson was lying, or whether Rupert Murdoch and Fox News were lying, or whether Kevin McCarthy was lying and they didn't get any footage, so they're not going to use the footage that I just showed you. But all of us have seen this. So I'm not going to be, like, like Sean says, if you got to call somebody out, you got to call somebody out. I want to know who's lying. Who got to him? Because that is clear evidence of Ashley Babbitt being murdered. Who got to him? And if this is all we see, then this was a big flop by Fox News. And you know how much they're in on it. I'm just saying. Now, I'm going to be bringing on a guest in a few minutes here, Mark Fincham. But before I bring him on, I want to show you a couple other things here. Now, Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer was actually, ladies and gentlemen, Chuck Schumer was actually um, um, invited on Tucker Carlson's show. 
so that he could, you know, cry and whine about how he uh, ordered Tucker Carlson and ordered Fox News not to show this anymore, right? So he says, I was invited on Tucker Carlson's show. I will agree uh, to go on after Tucker Carlson admits to his viewers on live air that he's been lying to them about the 2020 elections and what happened on January 6th. That's what he said. Now, like I said, I don't think Tucker's a bad guy. If I find out he was lying about this, then he is. But again, he said, I'll only go on Tucker Carlson's show if he says this. However, he completely lied on the Senate floor this morning, uh, yesterday morning, about how Brian Sicknick was killed or died. He lied. All of these people are liars. All of these people are working together. All of these people are scumbags. Every one of them. Period. Period. Now I want to play this video from Kevin McCarthy, who was asked last night about the January 6th tapes and about how all these Democrats are freaking out. Let's see what he had to say. This is about a two-minute video, and then we'll go uh, to a break, and then we'll bring in our guest. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker. Because of the footage that you gave Tucker Carlson last night, he went on, so this was a mostly peaceful chaos, as he said. He downplayed Brian Sicknick's death, said it was not related to January 6th, that this was not an insurrection. Do you regret giving him this footage so he could whitewash the events of that day? No. Um, I, I said at the very beginning, transparency. And so what I wanted to produce for everybody is exactly what I said, that people could actually look at it and see what's gone on that day. So. But why, so but, why, but Mr. Speaker, Look, each person come up with their own conclusion, but I, what I just want to make sure is I had transparency. Do you believe because I know in CNN, I mean, I had here where you guys actually broke where we were. This was a secret location, Fort McLaren. I don't know if you got concerned by that. I don't even know from a point of view of security if we could ever be taken there again. But when you broke that at CNN, that was a real concern to a lot of people. I had a real concern also when I wanted to make sure transparency looked. Um, the officer's death is tragic, and uh, any time an officer is passed uh, in this situation, uh, I want to make sure they're protected. I want to make sure the transparency is, goes forward. Speaking Mr. Speaker, Mr. McCarthy, was this in any way part of the deal that you made to no, win the speakership no. to specifically give the content to? No, the, the answer, the answer is no. And if uh, if you follow, I'm not sure if you were there the times before. I got asked the question um, in a press. What I would do in the process, I've watched on January 6th committee how it was only politically driven. Now on the January 6th committee, you couldn't have the minority side wasn't allowed to put people on. Um, and I just thought it was fair if someone asked me the question. Just transparency. So okay, 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 okay. Transparency. Transparency, Kevin McCarthy. You're talking about transparency. Let's get some transparency then. Give it to the American people. If we're literally talking about transparency, then you have to give it to the American people, Kevin. It's that simple. Transparency. You want to separate yourselves from the January 6th committee? Then show transparency. Give it to the American people. C-SPAN it. I don't care. Don't just pick, cherry pick one place. Now, speaking of transparency, let's go to Adam Kinzinger. Access the footage that you had access to, parts of it that the committee did not air. Um, do you want to respond to that? And also, you know, that he's, he, he said you were, you were a liar and Liz Cheney was a liar and that you guys perpetuated this lie. Yeah, I mean, look, obviously everybody knows, even in their heart, even those that think 
that uh, or that will say out loud that the insurrection didn't happen. They know in their heart that it did. So you can call me a liar all you want. I just know that means we're over the target typically. Um, look, I, I can look at myself in the mirror. I know Tucker Carlson, he has a lot more money than I do, but it's probably much harder for him to wake up and look in the mirror. Oh, yeah. Uh, because he knows what he's doing to a country that I've sworn to defend both in uniform and in Congress that he's never taken that similar oath. So it's fine. Not everybody has to take that oath. But he hasn't, and I think that's clear. But look, in terms of saying that we've hidden this footage, oh, we had one of the most transparent uh, hearings in history with the most footage we've ever shown in history, and every all right, single all right, almost. All right, all right, all right. Uh, transparent committee in history. They didn't even allow any kind of um, counter questions. They didn't. They didn't allow people to bring up any of their witnesses. They, it was a kangaroo court, and it was, and it didn't even have the ability to have to be a court. It's at, you know what? They're all lying from the top to the bottom. That is why Big Bang MAGA is so important. They're all lying from the top to the bottom. <laughs> all right, folks, we're going to talk about America under attack real quick, and then we're going to bring in our guest. Folks, is America under attack? Of course it is. America's under attack from the top level all the way down. America's destroying itself from the inside out. The Japanese knew that we couldn't be destroyed from the outside in. They said that there's an American behind every blade of grass with a gun. So what do they do? Attack the institutions. Years and years and years and years of terrorists, communists, and socialists being appointed bureaucrats, lobbyists, governors, city clerks. It's been decades of destruction, and now we're seeing the fruition of it. So... That's why we, that is why they're doing everything they can to make, to make everybody in the world believe that January 6th was an actual insurrection even though there was no arms. That's why they want to make you believe it was deadly when the only deadly was Ashley Babbitt, Roseanne Boylan, and others. Not police. They were killing us. Is America under attack? You're dang right it is. So go to AmericaUnderAttack.com. Get your free book today. Free book or free download. And you'll find out exactly what happened to America, how we got here, and how to turn ourselves around. Go to AmericaUnderAttack.com, okay? Now, the next guest that we're going to bring on here today is somebody that you guys are no stranger to. He's been on the show many times before. He's much like others in this country, like Mike Lindell and Carrie Lake and others. Literally, if you ask me, a hero uh, for what he's going through. He's put his own money on the line many times. You guys know this. And now he's being targeted once again in the state of Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, let's bring on our guest, Mark Fincham. Mark, how are you? And thank you for coming back on LFA. Jeremy, thank you for the invitation. Um, I, I don't know that I'm all deserving of what you just said, but thank you for your kind words. I really appreciate it. And by the way, I'd like to just a, a word about Adam Kinzinger yeah. and propaganda crap that that guy is peddling. Classic fifth generation warfare is what this guy is engaged in. There you they go. know damn well. Try this on for size. Do they really expect the American people to believe that a rabble of maybe a few hundred people that were at the doors of the Capitol could commit an insurrection and overthrow the government? <laughs> just, just think about that for a moment. You got people that have no weapons. Knocking on the door. Yeah, maybe they busted a window. I mean, what we saw was malicious destruction of property by agent provocateurs. They opened the doors and ushered people in. That is not an insurrection. And if they believe if Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney and the, the cast of kangaroo clowns really believe 
that a, a rabble like that could overthrow the government of the United States with the D.C. police, the Capitol Police, the National Guard, our military. They're trying to they're trying to protect the scam. This is fifth generation warfare. Boone Cutler and General Flynn have a book out. People need to go out and get this book because it's a textbook on what we are seeing in the gray space, the mind. They're trying to occupy the mind of the American people and distract them away from the absolute fraud that is in, in built into our election system. And that's why I've gotten a little bit of hot water with the uh, Arizona court system. Well, yeah, well, you know what? And the reason why I said what I said when I brought you on, the reason why I gave you the introduction that I gave you is because, look, I look at it like this. It could be you. It could be Trump. It could be Sally from South Dakota. It could be John from Wyoming. Anybody who puts their mortgage on the line, their land on the line, puts their reputation on the line, mortgages things to pay to fight for this country to better their children or their grandchildren's lives, that's more of a hero than anybody we've seen in D.C., sir. So that's why I gave you that. And I know personally, that you have maxed out credit cards, that you are paying bills from your own income to fight these people. So please tell the American people and, and, and the thousands that are watching right now, tens of thousands, what Arizona is doing to you now that they've got control illegitimately, again, of the government, right. and they're targeting you again, sir. What are they doing? Well, I need to go back and kind of set the stage. So we know that, uh, for example, 65,000 votes uh, from uh, Pima County were inactive voters. And then suddenly they went active, even the dead people, and voted. They're in the cast vote record. So there's 75,000, I'm sorry, 65,000 votes right there of the 120,000 that I lost, allegedly lost by. Then we've got the 300,000 votes that are outside of the chain of custody in Maricopa County. Then we have the rampant fraud on the Navajo reservation where we've got people from four different states coming in to vote in Arizona elections, claiming to be Arizona residents. This is this is absolute elect, electile dysfunction as my good friend. Electile dysfunction, I like that, I like that. Yeah, that, that's a Seth Keschelism. So, yeah. Knowing that, we went to court to challenge the election, to challenge Adrian Fontes and Katie Hobbs on a number of issues. One being that seven days prior to the election, Katie Hobbs reached out to Twitter and essentially had my Twitter account frozen. Seven days before the election. I remember. And the, the judge in my case is, is like, well, just because she reached out doesn't mean that Twitter was obligated to do anything. Okay, that's collusion of the government Molly Ball's article, uh, how they save the democracy or whatever that happy crap is, is the collusion of big business, big labor, big government, and big tech. That's exactly what we saw. So we brought a, a what's called a contest. It's not a civil suit. Um, in Arizona, we have a very specific rule, Rule 7, for contests. And that deals with um, an individual who believes in good faith that the election was uh, defective and wants to have either uh, a full recount in comparison against of uh, the paper ballots against the machines or to have a new election. Um, in this case, the judge of our one hour hearing time, the judge acted more like a prosecutor, occupied 40 minutes of the time acting as an advocate for Fontes and Hobbs. And, you know, we had our 15, 20 minutes 
We were denied the opportunity to make our case, which is required under the contest rules. And then within three hours, we got a work product uh, decision that had to take at least 13 to 15 hours to, to create because of the depth of research, which, by the way, was for the most part defective. And it was written in such a way that would foreclose us from appealing because there's seven points. And if we if we lose on any one of the seven, we lose our appeal. So this thing has got Mark Elias's fingerprints all over it. Yeah. Um, we believe that the judge knew what she was doing when she did. She was not uh, a, uh, a disinterested arbiter. She was somebody who went in there with an attitude. She's an activist judge wants to build a name for herself and she wants to pick on Mark Fincham because I didn't go in there in good faith. Well, we were 120,000 votes short and I've already shown you there's 365,000 and that's just two buckets of, of votes. So now, um, which is the interesting thing, we're probably going to have to raise about $100,000 in court sanctions against me because I dared to express my First Amendment right and my right in Arizona law to file for a contest. I have the right to challenge an election where we believe that fraud or, or irregularities had a substantial impact on the case. So she is awarded attorney fees, which I'm sure that Mark Elias and boys are just laughing their ever-loving asses off right now, mm-hmm. that this judge would do this to me. Here's the problem with this. In Arizona law, there is no provision for a judge to offer sanctions. She solicited sanctions from Hobbs and Fontes. Fontes, by the way, being the uh, Sinaloa cartel attorney. I probably didn't mention that. So we have a judge who went outside of the bounds of the law and now wants to hit me with $100,000 and my attorney, $100,000 in lawyer fees. That, By the way, those two uh, candidates... That's coming out of their campaign money. They said in the in the hearing, oh, this is real money, Your Honor. No, it's not. This is leftist money that is poured into their coffers. And by the way, the Democrat Party of Arizona received a ton of money from who? FTX. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. And that money made its way into my election and the election for Kerry Lake, which ultimately, um, if if we are to believe that the election was legitimate, uh, of course, that kind of money will, is going to sway voters. Because we had we had no gas in the tank left after a primary, which, by the way, I think was purposefully designed to strip up us of campaign cash for the general election. So, Mark, what happens? So you've got this. So this judge is a Ducey appointed rhino judge, from what I understand. Uh, um, so, of course, Doug Ducey's got his fingerprints all over it, and he's just as bad as as uh, Katie Hobbs, if you ask me. Same with Mark Burnovich and Adrian Fontes. They can all get an apartment together and, 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 and float off into the, into the ocean, uh, and I don't think anybody would care. What happens to you? What, what, what sanctions uh, are they bringing on you, and what is a result if you are sanctioned? What happens? Is, this like, is, so, is it like this, or yeah, does it bar you from running for office again? No, no they or? can't. They can't bar me from running. It's basically it's a financial sanction. But here's my concern. If this judge gets away with that, she has created precedent. Yeah. She's created case law. Yeah. So now I'm caught in the position of having to go to the appellate court and challenge this. Are we going to file an appeal? Well, we have until April 1st um, to have our stuff together. And then on April 7th is the deadline to file for an appeal. 
we have to be able to show the appellate court, look, we entered this into good faith. Um, at this point, I'd be happy to foreclose the potential for precedent that this lower court judge has set by um, going after sanctions because it's not in the law. She doesn't have that authority. The other thing that she did not do is she did not listen to our case. She dismissed it. She entertained motions. That's not permissible under Rule 7 either. So this is so outside of the law that it's very clear that not only was the election engineered to make sure that Mark Finch and Carrie Lake and Abe Hamaday were not in office, mm. but if there was any kind of a challenge, they were already prepared with case law and opinions when they went into the courtroom. Does that yeah. sound like a, a neutral arbiter of a case to you? No, it sounds it sounds like uh, our rule of law under Democrat um, under Democrat control. And uh, and that's exactly why they want to keep everybody like you and and Trump away from office as far as they can. So it sounds like to me they're bleeding you. Sounds like to me they they're bleeding you out. They want to destroy you financially so that they never hear from you ever again. Obviously, that's the plan. That's the plan. So if folks want to help um, my campaign out, they can go to votefincham.com. That's V-O-T-E. If like Frank, I N like Nancy, C H E M like Mark.com. Um, if they click on the donate tab right now, we are raising money uh, for the appeal and to cover the cost of the sanctions. Um, we're we're nowhere near our goal, yeah. but uh, you know, uh, in, any your listeners have helped me in the past. Yes, they have, and I'm asking them to help me again. You know, there's another thing that we're working on as well, and that's the Election Fairness Institute. That's what I've been doing to keep myself busy. Uh, if people go to goefi.org, that's G-O-E-F-I.org, that's a 501c3 that we have set up to do what? Research and litigate. I am not going away. Good, good. Ain't done. And we are going to take it back to them in the in the in the civil courts because I believe what we're facing right now is perhaps the largest racketeering case in the history of the United States. I've said that for months. This is just one more piece of evidence in my mind that shows that there is collusion amongst lawyers, parties. Now, of course, they work for each other. Right. But elected officials, bureaucrats. This election was so filled with defects that for us to, to allow it to go by unchallenged would be irresponsible. Well, and, and, and it, it not only be irresponsible, but to, it would be going against God's uh, direction for us. You mean he wants us to get to justice and he's going to supply yep. and he's going to supply that justice, Mark. I know that for sure. We just don't know when because it's on his time. Uh, everybody out there, please, if you want to help Mark out, we've helped him out in the past. He's one of the people that they're trying to bleed out, just like they're trying to bleed out that 74-year-old rancher in Arizona for any money that he might have and uh, out of his land. So go to full, uh, vote for Fincham. Dot com, dot com, right? VoteFincham.com. 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 And if you can find it in your heart to help him, we'll keep up with what he's doing and we'll bring him back on uh, to, to talk about any progress that he's making. Uh, Mark, thank you always for your time. I know it's really early out there, but we do thank you. We follow you here at LFA TV. We love to have you on. And please come back on again soon. Okay, sir? I do that. All right. God bless, God bless you. you. Thank you very much, Mark. God bless.
Well, there you go. There you go, guys. And the reason why I wanted to bring Mark on is because he's facing the same thing that Carrie Lake is facing, that the same thing that Donald Trump has faced, that the same thing that anybody out there who who dares to go against the, the narrative faces, bleed you out, use taxpayer money, use lobbyist money, use donor money so they can get the highest priced lawyers like Mark Elias and the rest of these leeches and they can go and they can take out the people that are leading the charge. The Bannons, the Finchams, the Lakes. You know what I'm saying? The Hamadays. But guess what? You can't beat God and you can't beat the American people. You can't beat God and you can't beat the American people. And I want to thank Mark Fincham for always, 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 always coming on when I ask him to come on. He never asks me. He doesn't come here asking for money. I ask him to come. And if you can find it in your heart to help him, then uh, then that's nice. Ladies and gentlemen, what are you going to do when the, when it, when the next Chinese spy balloon goes over your house and has an EMP in it this time and literally disables every electronic within a 100-mile radius or more? What are you going to do when the next hurricane destroys your home and puts you out of power and puts you out of uh, commission? Ladies and gentlemen, that is why we are constantly pushing people towards four patriots. Because it's not only about the survival food that they offer. It's not only about the guidance that they offer. But it's about the power of the sun. It's about things that are powered by God. You don't need gas. You don't need electricity to make your refrigerator work and so your food doesn't, foil, your, your food doesn't spoil. You don't need that. All you need is the sun. And God gives that to you every day. You can't beat God. You can't beat God. So ladies and gentlemen, go to Four Patriots today. Every item that you buy at fourpatriots.com slash LFA, every, every dollar that you spend, money will go towards veterans and families of veterans in case they're not here anymore. That is what's great about this company. Fourpatriots.com slash LFA. Get yourself a Patriot power generator that's powered by the sun as this network is powered by the people we can never lose. Fourpatriots.com. Thank you, Pat. Stephen, we'll get that over. We'll get that donation over. Thank you for that. Fourpatriots.com slash LFA. Now, moving on. Biden regime has retaliated against Elon Musk. You knew this was coming. You knew that when Elon Musk speaks out against the January 6th sham, against the Republican and Democrat uniparty sham to keep Donald J. Trump away from the White House, you know that it was just a matter of time before uh, Elon Musk speaking up was going to cause the Biden administration to go after him. This is what they do. It's going to take a lot longer to bleed out Elon Musk than it's going to Mark Fincham. In a major attack on the First Amendment, the Biden regime is now demanding that Elon Musk explain and give a report why he gave journalists access to the Twitter files. Biden's FTC has retaliated against Elon Musk and is demanding that he provide the names of the journalists and other documents protected by the First Amendment. Basically, the Biden regime wants to do to the journalists that helped out, the tw- uh, helped out uh, Elon Musk and Twitter, the same thing they did to James O'Keefe. They want to go to their home. They want to kick in their door. They want to take everything that they've been working on. They want to rummage through everything that they know. Why? Because knowledge is power. And they want to keep that knowledge from each and every one of us. If you've not liked the video yet, please do so. The thumbs up is right down there. It's lit up green. That means you've rumbled. We're looking for 5,000 live viewers and 2,000 rumbles. Why? 
because the world needs to know what this Biden regime is doing. The world needs to know what Merrick Gardenome Garland is doing and what the FTC is trying to do. Now they want to put Elon Musk under oath. They want to put him under oath and bring him behind closed doors, and they want to literally try to do everything they can to bleed him out as well. But like I said, it's going to take a lot more to bleed out one of the richest men in the world than it is myself or Mark Fincham or anybody like that. The FTC has demanded Twitter, Inc., turn over all internal communications related to owner Elon Musk, as well as detailed information about layoffs, citing concerns that staff reductions could compromise the company's ability to protect users. Documents viewed by the Wall Street Journal show. So you see what they're doing now? You see what they're doing now? We've got to protect the little guy. We've got to protect all of your users. No, you don't. It's a a company. Privately owned. You guys used that for years. You don't have the right to demand anything from Twitter, they said to you as a conservative. They're a private company, they said to you. They could do what they want, they said to you and screamed at the top of their lungs. Well, 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 how the tables have turned, folks. In 12 letters sent to Twitter and its lawyers since Elon Musk's October 27th takeover, the FTC has also asked the company to identify all journalists who have been granted access to company records and to provide information about the launch of the revamped Twitter Blue subscription service. This is an outrageous attack on the First Amendment, journalist Michael Schellenberger said yesterday. I look forward to discussing this directly with members of Congress Thursday morning, Mike said. And then, of course, Elon Musk chimed in and said, a shameful case of weaponization of government agency for political purposes and to suppress truth. Folks, when you've got Joe Rogan and Elon Musk saying this stuff out there, then one of our biggest arrows in the quiver to fight these scumbags, to fight these losers, is big voices like that. And that's why they're attacking them. And that's why they're taking them down. Pretty incredible stuff, guys. They're not going to win. They're not going to win. If they are so, if they're freaking out about January 6th the way they are, if they're freaking out about the truth and the journalists getting out the information the way they are, then ladies and gentlemen, we know we're barking up the right tree, but we also know it's only a matter of time because live from America, LFA TV is blasting off, folks. We had a quarter of a million views yesterday alone. We are blasting off. Our viewership and our following is getting bigger and bigger every week. Why? Because we're telling truth. So what I'm getting to is this. It's only a matter of time before they shut us down. It's only a matter of time before they come and try to bleed us out. It's only a matter of time before they bleed out the resources of LFA TV. And we don't have a lot. We barely have enough to even stay afloat. It's only a matter of time before we reach enough ears for them to be as concerned and them to shut us down. So just keep that in mind when you guys, when I ask you to go and become a monthly donor, keep that in mind because organizations like this will not last without funding. I can promise that. Now, World War III, is NATO bluffing or is NATO telling the truth? Is NATO really trying to start World War III as they're beefing up the defense of Ukraine? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to show you a video right now that I saw two days ago, and it's, it's very concerning. It's very concerning because of what Putin said that he would do if this happened, what Russia said they would do, and now Russia's working with China, so it's a very scary, scary outcome. Here we go. 
See this video? No sound. Folks, this is equipment belonging to the U.S. Army, 3rd Army Brigade, uh, Brigade Combat Team, 1st Cavalry Division, staged at the port of, uh, uh, G- G- D- I don't know how to say this, uh, Gidnia, Dania, Poland, in preparation for redeployment in the continental United States after serving in the operation. But you know what that really, you know what that is all showing, folks? That is not just United States equipment. That's also NATO equipment. This is not good. This is not good. Because Russia's not playing games, folks. How many times are they going to have to warn of nuclear war before we stop? Or is that what we want? Is NATO bluffing? By getting all this equipment. Do you know who all this equipment really belongs to? It's overseen by the United States of America because we basically run NATO. But all that equipment is from Europe as well. That's NATO equipment, folks. NATO equipment. They're beefing up their forces for a Ukrainian offense, not Ukrainian defense. And the minute we go to Ukrainian offense mode, as a backer of, the, of, of Ukraine, it's over with. World War III. The minute we do it. World War III. I've not gone to the Rumble chat. I want to go to the Rumble chat. We're going to be going about five minutes over because Sean had to go about five minutes over as well. So let's go to the Rumble chat. Let's see what you guys have to say about this. NATO has been in Ukraine for months fighting Russia. President Trump, we need you now. Yeah, but they're talking about going on the offensive. That's the problem here. That is stuff for offense. They want us to wipe us all out. Nukes is going to be their way of destroying the USA. I agree. Not good at all, says Vmaxter. Russia hasn't shown us anything yet. You're right. Because if they did, Ukraine wouldn't even be on the map. Jesus had us all, Jesus had us all, have no fear, has us all. I think you meant to say, I think you're right. They're going to blow us beyond our universe, and I know God will come down and have his vengeance. Amen. We need Trump back now. Well, or we, the United States of America, need to do what the Constitution tells us we should do at this moment and get these people out of here. Uh, MJ Randall says, downloaded America under attack. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I've only got one more story to show you here. uh, And then we're going to get into showing you the end of the day. Uh, FBI whistleblowers. FBI whistleblowers send shockwaves, ladies and gentlemen, absolute shockwaves with a warning that there are threat tags that are used against uh, conservatives to target conservatives. And we're all part of it. What do school parents, Catholic attendees of Latin mass, and pro-life activists all have in common? Well, they've all been branded by the FBI as potential terrorist, uh, terrorist threats, domestic terrorist threats, in what whistleblowers from the FBI are saying is a growing trend of using intelligence threat tags to enforce cancel culture. The latest revelation came this past week when House Republicans released testimony from the FBI whistleblower who alleged colleagues in the Bureau flipped the terrorist threat tag originally created to flag threats against pro-life Supreme Court judges into a um, signifier that anti-abortion protesters were somehow a threat. People of God are a threat. Now, you and I 
know dang well that we are labeled as domestic violent extremists. But what this is saying is that it's bigger than we thought. It's bigger than you thought. It's bigger than I thought. It is time for a civil war. And I'm not saying the civil war, same kind of civil war where millions of Americans die. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to be the boss now. We've got to be the mom and dad that comes home, takes off our belt and says enough is enough. Because if we don't, then we'll all be, we're all going to be targeted and picked off one by one. We've got to stand together. We've got to start praying together. Rise Up has got to have 5,000 viewers every day, not 500 viewers every day. We've got to get people rallied around God. We've got to get the soldiers of God rallied around each other. We've got to pray like we've never prayed before. And we've got to have that helmet of salvation. We've got to have that breastplate of righteousness. We've got to have that, uh, uh, um, that, that sword and that shield of faith and, those, and, and, and the boots. We've got to have the full armor of God. Prayer is not happening enough. We need to pray more because God will show us how to fight. They're coming after us domestically now in a way that they never have before. Be ready because it's going to get worse before it gets better. And now to end the show, ladies and gentlemen, I got to go to ESPN because J.J. Redick, who used to play at the same time as Byron Davis, who you're going to see have this uh, back and forth here. They were on ESPN last night. And J.J. Redick is amazing because he finally condemns ESPN. He finally condemns um, this show First Take. He finally condemns the narrative that BLM is pushing and that every white person is racist. And he stands up against it. And I love it. I love it. We need more of this. Big shout out to J.J. Redick. Roll I want to just say something. Back, give, Stephen, give a, I, I mean, uh, Stephen, I mean, I mean no offense to you. And I mean no offense to First Take. Because I think this show is extremely valuable. It is an honor to be on this desk every day. It really is. But what we've just witnessed is the problem with this show. Where we create narratives that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, that the white voters that vote on NBA are racist. That are, they, they favor white people. You I just not, said that. I you just, not, yes, you did. I yes, did you did. Not, I did. Yes, not, you did. That I is did exactly not, what you implied, not, Kendrick Perkins. That is exactly not, what you implied. I, I Secondly, not, hold on, did, hold on. I did not call. I stated the facts. I stated the facts. And you're not about to sit up. We all know like what you implied the other day. We all know what you implied it, just hold now. Hold on. I stated it's the facts. It's the facts. It's the facts. Okay. I'm a loser. I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. What's the matter, Kendrick Perkins? You couldn't take it? What's the matter? You couldn't take that on live TV? What's the matter, loser host? You had to shut that down real quick, didn't you? Because a white man was scolding a black man about his racism? Oh, no, we can't have that, can we? No, ladies and gentlemen, we can't have that. <laughs> These people are incredible. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we got fighters. And fighters are speaking up more and more every single day. And that is what I love. Speaking of fighters, we're going to give one more quick shout out, if we can, before Mike Crispy comes up, to Mike Lindell. Now, I I got to interview Mike Lindell down at CPAC. And Mike Lindell is a fighter. He's not going to stop. He's not going to stop. But when we don't stop, we need funding. Same here in ILFA. When we don't stop, we need funding, and Mike Lindell needs funding too. So please make sure you guys check out his closeout and his overstock sale. 
by going to MyPillow.com slash LFA or use the promo code LFA. We got Mother's Day coming up. We got birthdays coming up. Ladies and gentlemen, please help us out here on LFA and shop at MyPillow.com. You also help Mike Lindell and use the promo code LFA, okay? And while you're at it, visit LFATV.us. Check out the, uh, the upgrades to our website. Download the LFA TV app by going to your mobile device and, and searching LFA, TV, LFA Space TV. Always take us with you no matter where you go. If you take us in the car, at least you got the app. You can pop it on and put it through the uh, speakers of the car so you can listen to us. And you can also download every podcast and listen to every podcast on LFATV.us as well. And leave us a five-star rating on iHeartRadio where you can find Live from America. Folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you. And you're not going to want to miss Mike Crispy next because Mike Crispy has Joe McBride. Joe McBride is a January 6th attorney. He's got breaking news coming up next. Joe McBride, January 6th attorney, coming up next. Breaking news, Mike Crispy. You're not going to want to miss it. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. Keep spreading that gospel. I'll see you guys later. I love you. God bless you. And peace.